One chapter of my life is closing, and another one is opening. My life since the pandemic has been rough. There's been highs and lows, a lot of challenges that I have taken on, and some challenges that I have failed, in my opinion, uh, and have to continue to improve. But let me not get ahead of myself. Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. My name is Tavian the Philosopher Napier. Uh, I am a esports coach and a person that works in the world of esports a lot and I'll dig into that in just a second. Uh, but essentially I want to talk about chapters. Uh, I want to talk about parts of a life recognizing that and moving forward from past chapters and, and the change that might come along with that. So to just rip the bandaid off uh, in a good way, I finally have the position that I've been aiming to get back since this pandemic has started. Uh, for those who don't know, I work as a esports coordinator at Western Michigan University. It was a dream job for me. It was a salary position and I was getting paid more than I had ever been paid in my life. Since that time, I got laid off during the pandemic like many other people which I didn't take personally, but it's just the fact of the matter. And it made life a lot harder. I had just bought a house for the most part. You know, in the last two years, I had just had a kid. Um, you know, I was planning on getting married. We got married during the pandemic. A lot just happened and I had to find ways to make money and I did, but it was nowhere near as significant or consistent as the job that I had before. Uh, and that that was really hard. That was really hard to, to deal with. And about a year and a half or so into the pandemic, they, they Western Michigan reached out to me and um, offered me a job, but it was at a significant reduction in terms of pay and also uh, in hours. So it wasn't something super consistent. It was sort of to help build the program back up because it got shut down essentially when I got laid off. So there was not much work done uh, since I was gone. So it, it I had mixed feelings. I was doing again what I love to do, but it wasn't really making me a lot of money. Like I was barely paying my bills during this time, this whole uh, pretty much a year that I, I dedicated to this. And it feels like some sort of drama because there was just so much suspense and things were dragged on for so long, way longer than they should have. And that's no blame to my bosses. My bosses, uh, my higher up superiors, whatever you call them, they did a great job of taking care of me. Uh, taking care of me they did a good job of communicating and understanding the situation and compromising so they have been great throughout this whole entire process it's just that sometimes when you work in the world of a university or, or corporations things take a long time to get done and sometimes things take a long time to get approved and that approval or approvals can cause a ripple effect that affects many people and a whole program. And that's essentially what happened to me. It took a long time for the program to get its budget approved in the summertime that pushed back a lot of things. And so when we started the program in the spring or in the fall semester, we were set back and I was still working in a part-time capacity. And I had so much to do that I was essentially working a full-time job just to make everything work out. But I'm not gonna get into the nitty gritty of it. The, the good news is I have the position back and with more responsibility in a good way, more access to information under new management, uh, which I've already been working with for the last year. And it is a dream job, but it's also great to have dream pay. You know, I'm not making a ton of money, right? I'm not going to get into specifics. I don't like to talk about how much I make, uh, but it's enough for me to be able to pay off my bills and also do other things that I like, invest into other things that I'd like to invest in again. And it's hard to explain 
how much financial issues impact me emotionally and mentally uh, so much so that I didn't recognize it all in myself or I didn't really know how to fix the issue other than working on making more money and in saying that you know it's it's in retrospect it's in hindsight now and I did a good job of just pushing through it and doing the best that I can but along the way other habits got dropped you know my health and my eating habits just overall health in general meditation eating and exercising just was inconsistent uh you know i had to start taking antidepressants because it was just so hard to deal with the situation and i had spent 34 years of my life 35 years of my life never taking antidepressants uh there was just so much going on and it, it just it feels unreal. Like it feels like it hasn't even happened yet. You know, I got approval today to say that I could talk about it. Um, it had been in the works for a little while, but I wasn't guaranteed the position. That's the stressful part that I need to emphasize. This this position wasn't guaranteed to me. I had to go through the interview. I had to go through the interview process uh, again um, for this position. So it wasn't a guaranteed thing, and just so many things happening, investing so much of my time, my blood, sweat, and tears into the program. Uh, it was so stressful and i think i have like i don't i wouldn't call it ptsd because i think that's really extreme but something similar to that where uh, getting laid off from a job that you really love and that you somewhat associated your your self-worth on it took a while for it to sink in and it took a while for me to push through a lot of that and to just keep on grinding and working on things and getting better and i don't think i did a lot of the things perfectly managing my own business i don't think i did it perfectly but uh, I did do something and I did push through it and I'm just really grateful right now and it still feels like it hasn't sunk in uh, that I'm not going to have to worry about money as long as I'm doing a good job and the program is continuing you know I'm going to do a good job as best as I can so this program I hope is a success and not necessarily a stepping stone because I don't think I want to walk away from this anytime soon but I do have other more grand goals that I want to get into so maybe at a certain point I can hand this off to somebody else uh, but I don't see myself wanting to quit because I get to impact a whole generation multiple generations of kids uh, and, and work in a field that I love with multiple different aspects of it uh, but going back to the the stress of this it's You know, I, I talk a little bit about the fact that I've been homeless before and it, it wasn't super severe. I wound up getting myself out of it as quickly as possible, but there was a time where I was sleeping out of my car and uh, I never wanted to go back to that. I, I appreciate that time for what it was and what it taught me, but I have a wife and a kid now and it's just, it's so different. My priorities are so different and I welcome those obligations, right? I want those obligations. I love it. My son wasn't a mistake. Uh, he wasn't planned, but he wasn't a mistake either. I wanted a kid where my wife told me I was excited like i didn't know i was going to be excited but it it i guess how i reacted i was like i always wanted a kid now we finally have one uh and then the pandemic hits after we buy a house you know so just like so much stress affected me in a way that you know i had dealt with my stress for most of my life from like eight years old all the way up to 24 i had depression suicidal tendencies and i never took anything or had any therapy for any of that i worked through it on my own i worked through it by getting active by meditating by addressing my issues head on uh and that worked for most of my life but i think the pandemic 
and losing my job and the, the stress of finances just was too much for me to handle at that time. I didn't really know how to deal with it. And I actually did look for therapists but couldn't find one within our network. Uh, it just didn't work out. And I was actively seeking one but just never found one. And, and you know, I still think that's something I'm going to look into. Not necessarily therapy, but I do want a coach. I want someone to push me, right? I know what I want. I know the issues that I have. You can always learn more about yourself. So I'm not going to be so arrogant to say that I know everything about myself, but I don't think therapy is what I need. I think I need someone who's going to push me to continue to do better. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And I know a lot of the mental blocks that are keeping me there. And yes, I need to work through those. However, what's more important to me is the solution, the, the, the end goal right so that's a that's a aside but i wanted to bring that up because you know i think there's a lot of people out there like myself who have goals who've had setbacks that weren't you know you, you can't plan for these kind of things right you can't plan for pandemic parenting you can't plan for being laid off because a breakout an outbreak of a disease or whatever you want to call it, it happens right that's something that's not planable and it just creates a ripple effect in our economy in our country in our world uh and i want to encourage people encourage myself to keep working on what you want this isn't some stereotypical grind culture or whatever you want to call it some people if you see it that way right you know the gary v's uh the tony robinson's that's fine to me if that's what it takes for you to do what you want that's fine if you're not someone that that appeals to you okay that's great too for me personally i i do come from a culture where grinding and working on what you want is you know it's respected right and for me, I took that to mean what I want. Now, yes, I do grind, but I grind towards things that I think matter, things that I think are going to leave an impact on the world, things that I think are going to help me provide for my family, things that I think are going to help me be a better person, right? I grind towards those things while also trying to make a living doing those things. Some people just work and make money and that's it. And I think a lot of people get really disgruntled by doing that. I knew I didn't want to do that. I watched my parents do that. I wanted to do something that I enjoyed doing, and if it left an impact on the world, then great. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. So there's a lot of people who are college age right now who think that your first job, you like, you want to make an impact. That's great. If you can make it work, then great. But I think a lot of people do need a reality check that sometimes there are periods of your life where you just got to grind. And that means different that means different things for different people. So you have to identify what that means. It could just be getting up going to work on time, doing the things, actually studying, not playing games all the time, not being distracted all the time, being disciplined in the things you're already doing. It could be identifying a new goal. It could be developing some skills. It could be actually starting your business, putting yourself out there, but doing it and doing it consistently as much as possible and improving and recognizing it and not letting yourself get stepped back because of how you feel about the situation or, or what you think might happen, right? These what ifs that are happening in your head that stop you from pursuing what you want to do and working on that. So that is something I had to do and I did do and it's finally, finally, finally paying off. And I'm just really happy and I needed to process this and talk about this. I don't want to flex, right? That's not what I want. I want to be an example for people because I don't think I'm anything special. I think I'm special because I work on myself and I improve, but I don't think I'm just born with a natural skill or anything like that. I developed myself. I worked on myself from, you know, this timid, 
kid that was lazy and entitled to someone that worked on themselves, that bettered themselves, that identified issues, that didn't get salty when I had to give myself or other people gave me criticism. I learned to, to thicken my sin, thicken my sin, thicken my skin, both metaphorically and physically, exercising, diet, meditation, working on my ADD, not making excuses for it, which I never really did. Uh, I'm lucky for that. But now, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm working on again because I've had to rebuild myself. Uh, getting hit with this depression during the pandemic sort of re-sparked an old part of me that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, that depression, I recognized. And so I took precautions. I talked to my wife, right? I was like, hey, I'm letting you know. Some of the symptoms that I've had in the past with depression are coming back. You know, I, I think we I should talk to a doctor, which I did talk to a doctor about it. And that's how I got prescribed my medication um, because I didn't want to go. I couldn't afford that. Right. I couldn't afford to be thinking the thoughts that I was thinking with my kid. I knew that I didn't want to do anything that my thoughts were thinking. Right. When you're if you never had depression or, or thoughts of self deletion, it's really hard to explain it to you because it's not very rational, but your brain makes it rational somehow and you just you think these thoughts that aren't healthy and it's not on purpose but it feels like it is but it it isn't at the same time so it's very vague it's very confusing but that's essentially how that works and it's, it's tough because you find reasons to hate yourself you find reasons to hate the situation you find reasons to be sad about things and it's just not healthy and i recognize that this time so it was really good that i still pushed through that but it it could have been better right it could have been more productive you know and it, it is what it is right it's in the past i accept it i'm not going to sit here and dwell on it uh but it's just important to recognize that sometimes you might need to get help you might need to talk to your friends or family uh, i realize now that it was very dangerous for me as a kid to not talk about that but um, I, I grew up in a culture where there was nobody to talk about that. And that's just the situation that I was put in. That's unfortunate. But if you have the opportunity to talk to people and to get the help, if they're going to be helpful for you, then I really encourage you to, to work on that. Uh, if you have goals, if you don't know what your goal is, even more important, it's important to, to work on that, to find out what that is. Now, I probably am going to be getting more busy, but uh, I'm considering doing a couple of consultations uh, just pro bono to help people who want to find what they want to do and sort of push themselves. So if you're curious about that, you know, maybe a couple of sessions from like 45 minutes or so, three to four sessions, just focusing on what it is that you want to do or something that you can work on, right? That is really, really important. There's never a time in, in someone's life, I feel, where you can't be putting aside some time towards things. And that's what kept me going through a lot of this depression through a lot of this this frustration through a lot of this hardship these financial issues and again it doesn't feel real to me yet so i don't want to get too ahead of myself but I, I do think that i've had a lot on my mind and a lot of pressure that this this weight is slowly being lifted off of me and i think when i see that first paycheck that will be the day that i finally feel the full relief but i, I do already feel some of this weight off of my shoulder i can feel myself being able to breathe easier and i don't mean that metaphorically i do mean that metaphorically but i also mean that like literally like it's there's pressure in my chest you know i i my posture is bad and i recognize a lot of that and i just feel so much lighter <sighs> so that said you know i have my position i'm so excited about that 
Uh, there's more to come. I'm considering actually paying an editor in the future to get some of this content out there more consistently. Now, what this means for FGC philosophy, I have yet to decide. Uh, I know I don't want to quit it. I love podcasting and I want to start having guests on my show again, whether it be small time that people don't know, friends, uh, people of my community or pro players and commentators and personalities or professionals in the field, psychiatrists. I want to talk to people and I want especially the people in the FGC to learn and grow from it. Uh, but anybody can grow from this, right? The reason I call it FGC philosophy is because that's where it started for me. I wanted to talk to fighting game players. I wanted to talk to people that were great at the fighting games that I wanted to get better at. I wanted to talk to people who managed communities that had tons of people and tons of followership and viewership. Uh, people that seemed like they were doing something that was well respected, whether it was making money or not. You know, it's since evolved from then, and there's other interests, and because I work in the world of esports and not just fighting games now, it's more relevant for me to talk about stuff outside of just fighting games. But I don't want to lose that FGC part of my life because I still have the Kalamazoo FGC, I still want to commentate, I still want to compete. So I I, I know that for me, you know, it might not make a difference for a lot of you listening, but for me that, that title means a lot. It means something to me. And I've thought about doing esports philosophy and stuff like that, but it just felt forced. It didn't feel like me. So if in the future you wonder why this podcast is called that, this is the reason why because I love the FGC, I want to see it grow and mature, I want to see it do better, and I'm of the FGC. A big part of why I have my dream job is because of the FGC. The first major that I went with, I fell in love with. One of my roommates at a time in the past, you know, we ran fighting games. He ran fighting games out of his house. I helped out, I competed, I learned, I grew as a fighting game player, as a tournament organizer, as a commentator, in a big part because of him. You know, if you know Master Shake or Mark, shouts out to him. Make sure you let him know that this is out here because I wanna make sure he gets credit for this. There's a couple of different people along my journey that have helped me and he has been a huge, huge impact on that. He was the first one to get me to go to Comma Breaker. I would have never gone to Comma Breaker if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have met Ed Boone and gotten advice from him about how to pursue my career. So there was a big cascade effect. Uh, he was a big part of it. You know, a lot of the big names, of course, are parts of it, but you know, there's there's so many people, like my buddy Roach, you know, if you don't know why he's called Roach, don't worry about it. It's, it's a story, it, not that big of a deal. But, you know, learning how to better myself, learning how to recognize what practices and how to do it better. That led to me being where I am now, where I have my dream job and I have pay to where I can do stuff with my life. I can save money again. I can travel. I wanna travel, I wanna go to more tournaments, I wanna go to more locals, I wanna make more money commentating and, and doing things that I love and helping other communities grow and, and improve uh, and take my son and my wife with me. We went to Yomacon a few years back and it was one of the, coolest things for me to be able to commentate then also dress up as Jafar and just hang out with my kids and show them an anime convention, take them to their first anime convention. It, it was great. And so long story short, to, to kind of put a bow on this, I am in a good place now, again, finally. Uh, it's not going to be easy. I think there's still going to be new kinds of stress or stress that I'm already dealing with, but uh, at least with better pay. But complacency is something that I try to avoid at all costs. It is important to acknowledge the milestones along the way. So I am taking this in, I am embracing it, I am cherishing these moments right now. 
but I'm also looking at my next moves and how do I better myself? What do I need to do? What kind of person do I need to be? And what habits do I need to break from my life now that I'm in a better position, right? I have new expectations of myself. I can't be doing the same thing. So that said, I want to thank everyone who's encouraged me along the way. People who have listened to this podcast, people who share and engage with me and give me conversation topics, guests that have been on the show. It just, I feel so much better right now. And we will celebrate, you know, I I will have some celebration streams in the future. I'm going to celebrate with my wife at some point, take her out to dinner, uh, maybe get my son to hang out with one of my family members or something like that. But I just, I feel deep gratitude for where I am now. And it still, again, feels unreal. And a big part of that is the FGC philosophy community as well. I want to thank you guys. This podcast has been a a light and a very, at times, dark world that I've lived in. Um, I try my best to look at the positive, but also focus on the solution. You know, recognizing the problem is something I'm always good at, but focusing on the solution is something that I would prefer to do. So, that said, you can do me a huge favor. Follow this content. Share it out there. Give it a like wherever you listen. And give me some conversation topics to talk about or some guests that you'd like to see me have on the show. Or if you're interested yourself, uh, maybe we can find some topics. If you have some topics you want to talk about, I'd love to go back and forth. Uh, I want to get into debating and moderating some conversations. So I hopefully can get that figured out. So until then, until my next podcast, which I have two more I got to edit and put out there that I haven't had a chance to edit and do. Hard drives have died. It's whatever. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much, and I will see you all in the next one.